0: now listening to Soundspace, the podcast where we explore the space of sound. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Soundspace. Unfortunately, for the last time, that feels really weird to say. And today, it's all three of us. It's Jayan, Q, and myself. Um, this is going to be our final episode of Soundspace. Uh, today, we're just going to be talking about the last year we had, you know, looking through some episodes, some memorable moments, just in general, taking a look back at the last 14 months or so. So how's it going, Jayan? How's it going, Q? How are you guys doing? I'm doing all I'm right, good. man. Pretty busy, yeah.
1: but, uh, you know, we're good. Jayan Dr-
0: tuckered me out yesterday, so, but, but I'm
2: feeling good. Oh, that sounds nasty.
1: You got to give context. <laughs> you got to give nasty. context when you say it like that. I'm not going to
2: lie. <laughs> uh, in a skiing kind of way, not in a, <laughs> in a, a tender love making kind of way.
1: We went skiing. We went skiing on Mont Royal. It was really nice. It was, uh, I took him, I got him out of his dark cave of a studio, which I, it seems to be like the only thing I'm able to do with him nowadays. He's like, oh, I got a session. I'm like, yeah, but what I, about after? I was like, I guess I have time. He's like, perfect. Let's go skiing. No, I tr-
2: <laughs> truly, I would not leave the apartment or the studio
0: if it were not for this man. So very grateful. I got you, bro. I got Thanks, you. Thanks, homie. So before we start, I just really wanted to thank all of our listeners, thank all of our guests. We truly do appreciate all of you, you know, all the time that you gave us. You know, I see that we have some day ones in there. One hundred. And then throughout the time, we have some newcomers. That was truly, it means a lot. Thank you. On that yeah. note, we started this podcast because we are passionate about the world of sound and curious about hearing other people's stories. So we wanted to share it with the rest of you. Me, for example, I remember wanting to start a career in audio pretty early on in life. Um, you know, when I was younger, I was like, making music on FL Studio or whatever. Uh, I think I might have been like 11 or 12 years old. Uh, before that, I was DJing in my parents' basement. So music has always been a huge passion for me. Uh, and then eventually I pursued it professionally and went on to university and so forth. Can you guys maybe share a story of like when you first knew audio was going to be a big part of your lives? Uh, and I know you might have already mentioned it, but just for the sake of things, I, I let's let's just... Uh, retail, or maybe tell a different story that we might have not heard. You said you're DJing a your basement. Was that like parties and stuff? No, in my parents' basement. <laughs> in your parents' oh, just solo. Yeah, you're like I'm just vibing down here.
2: So my first lights.
0: Yeah, my first party was probably at 12 years old, but I was teaching a sweet 16. <laughs> Dang, yeah, sounds like a good time.
2: What was your musical uh, uh, selection at that age? I'm very curious. Was it like embarrassing like oh god I was playing freaking Probably, but um <laughs> it was like
0: a lot of house music. Oh, okay. Yeah, so anyway, what were we talking about?
2: So so we're talking about like why why we wanted to get into um audio, right? Yeah, so like share a story with us briefly, you know. Um I'm trying to think of because I've been in uh, music as long as I can remember, but uh, the moment I think I wanted to be in the on the uh, behind the microphone instead of in front of it was probably was probably this one session that uh, my stepdad took me to. Um, he has this trio that plays kind of, you know, covers, rockish songs, pop songs, and they do them in their own way. And uh, they, they went to a studio. They were just going to record uh, a couple of the originals that the singer wrote, and I was just going to watch Maybe Help Out, just rap cables and whatever. And uh, that was the first time I'd really been able to, like, sit down and watch an entire session his studio, like a producer doing his thing, and he had this big, beautiful console and all of the faders for each of th- each of the channels and I specifically liked that the idea of this is going to sound very naive, but it, the notion that you could hear a song and be like, "hmm, I don't like that, let's change it to something more like this," was very new to me, and it was very appealing because. I Yeah, having control. I very much like the idea of being in control. You're just like, all of these faders are in front of me and I just get to make decisions about like, no, there's too much bass. I'm going to pull this back and stuff like that. Because I think I've always had those thoughts. Like I've always been going, um, oh, you know, like... I like this song, but this is a thing that's a problem and it gets in the way of my enjoyment. and if I could just eliminate that, then I would it would be perfect. you know, like I've always had thoughts like that about songs since I was a kid. So when I when I saw that in, in this uh, in my stepdad's band session, I was immediately like, oh, I could, I bet I could be really good at this. So that was on a whim, and I'm not even joking because I had zero life direction to like before 18. I think I was 18 at the time. No, I was 17. But uh I, I had no idea what I wanted to do with myself. I thought I was gonna go into the sciences and I was panicking because my grades were terrible. Like I would not <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> because I it's it's the kind of thing where, you know, my, my mom is uh my mom is an immigrant from Italy, right? And she she came here, she grew up super poor and she what immigrants want is for you, their child to have a better life than they did. And what that usually entails is become a doctor, become a lawyer, become a scientist—something you know, prestigious and and well-educated. Blah blah blah. So that was just my plan by default, you know, because she was sort of softly like pushing me in that direction. And uh, not that she she was super supportive, like and accepting of a of a musical career, though. I don't want to make it sound like she was like, "No, you have to be." Yeah, she she was super chill with music, but um. Yeah, so I on a whim just like signed up for uh, MIA, the college course where I ended up meeting Jan, and uh, yeah, those was, that was nice. pretty much it. I just like I just like being in control. That that aspect of it is very appealing to me. Nice and um, yeah, I
0: totally relate to that for sure. Yeah,
2: I could psychoanalyze why I like that feeling a little bit, but that might be that's that's a bit of a tangent. I, I have a theory though. I think I know why I feel that way it was like i like i like a bird's eye view sort of uh look at a song to to be able to manipulate it because every single i don't know if you guys played a lot of video games as as a kid but i did not have um i did not have a ps uh, like a console you know what i'm saying like i did not have any of that or a mobile i only had you didn't just have my childhood? dad's clunky okay. nile 90s exactly thank you jane i only had my dad's like clunky 90s, like, PC running, like, Windows 95 or Windows XP or something. And he just had, like, a handful of games just lying around that he used to play, but he didn't anymore. So, and it was all, like, his thing was, like, the 90s RTS. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. strategy games. And that is, like, this is Just my position of comfort. It's like, I'm a bird's eye view. I'm just telling everybody what to do from, like, a you know what I'm saying? From, like, a control room distance that's the this silly little connection that I made that was like I bet you that's why this is my position of comfort in a musical context it's because like that's what I spent my childhood doing just playing games where that is my perspective and uh, yeah uh, yeah I don't know why I've psychoanalyzed myself like that
0: but hey it's kind of interesting it is very interesting yeah thank you for sharing that and uh, Jayan what about you? Um, so I I really feel like Career-wise
1: or music-wise, it's like I, I have a lot of moments of epiphanies where I'm like, wow, this got me to here and this got me to here. But the the starting point of all that was when I was in the eighth grade and I was walking in the hallway and I saw a piece of paper. I said, guitar club, twice a week, 20 bucks for the year. And I said, fine, okay. And it's all stemmed from the guitar. I don't even play guitar anymore, but getting into that guitar club and finding out the ways you can express yourself with music. And the I had no idea how much passion and how much love there was for audio and music when I entered that first time in the room I did not know how it would change my life to put me on the path that I am today but I would say that's the that's the starting point of it all that's what got me into YouTube into studios into broadcast audio into uh, television into content creation to podcasting into everything you know that's that was a starting point so
2: how did you make the leap from guitar to uh to like the recording like production side of things
1: i i slowly like faded away the more i got into engineering the less i got into guitar oh, okay you know and then when i got into concordia the Shore acoustic program where like you did not need an acoustic instrument necessarily you could just plug in cables into a modular synth and like recreate an acoustic guitar i was like you know what <laughs> I like this. I like this. Uh, I would book sessions all the time and I would book sessions with other people be like, oh, who wants to come in? Uh, oh, do you need an extra person to just, you know, we've gone over this before, but you know, like used and abuse my studio time as much as possible. Yeah, so um, do you,
2: was the first thing that you recorded your own guitar playing?
1: I think it was. The first thing I ever posted was me playing piano. Oh. Um, Is that still up? Yeah. Uh, those were the good old days. Is
2: that still on uh, YouTube from 2010?
1: No, no, no. I, I posted it in 2010, but like my content from 2010 to 20 mid 2013 was like oh, I just deleted it off <laughs> it's YouTube. I was like this <laughs> doesn't <need> to exist. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. I, and
2: even like I did not realize how long this guy has been at it. We were talking about the the other day. 2010 was like there were there were like three YouTubers back then, and Jan was me one of and
1: them. Ray William Johnson, and <laughs> exactly and,
2: uh, yeah. Do you remember when YouTube was this exciting new thing? Like, are you guys old enough to remember? like like that era.
1: Definitely. I still feel like it's an exciting new thing, man. Well, yeah. Quick quick well. parentheses. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you as a content creator, YouTube Shorts have changed the game, bro. YouTube Shorts, Reels, repurposing all my content. And like I've been spending the last few weeks just like going through like like all 300 plus of my covers and like re-editing all of them into Reels and re-uploading all of them. You know, and that's why I'm posting like every single day. Like I've been posting every single day for like 3 months now because I have so much content to
0: put out. And speaking of content, you know, like you're constantly working on projects and Q as well, and so am I. And that's kind of part of the reason, unfortunately, we had to end the podcast in a way, you know? Oh, who's got Um, the time
2: for a podcast these days? I got bills to pay, honey. (laughs) No,
0: no, no, not that. (laughs) It's just, you know, um, Jayan uh, is taking on projects. I I recently took on a, a new project and Eventually, it just became like a time management thing, you know, having to work on, on multiple projects at, at the same time. We didn't want to, we didn't want to affect the quality of, of our content, of, of our episodes. So I, we felt like this was a, a pretty good place to end the project. Exactly. But you know what they say, Anthony,
2: don't smile because it happened. Cry. Because it's over, or or the other way, other way.
1: Oh <laughs> That's wow. the Opposite, oh, opposite, gosh, opposite. You, yeah, you know, you know what the fuck I'm trying to <laughs> yes. say. Don't. This s- guy's got a radio voice, and he's got the radio quotes. <laughs> I, I
2: I bring the the backwards freaking uh proverbs for everybody. Wait, what is the actual thing? Don't cry because it's don't, over. Don't. Bro, you got it right. You killed it. Don't <laughs> smile because it happened. Don't cry. No, it's the opposite. Don't. Oh my God, I'm flu- I'm, I'm oh. like flustered today. I'm I'm too too sleep deprived for this. Don't, don't cry because it happened. Smile because it's over. Because it was way too much work. (laughs) That was too much editing. Jesus Christ. Okay, wait, wait, wait. don't, don't cry because it's over. Smile because uh, there it is. I found, I got there. I I got there eventually. See, I just needed a minute to, to work that one out. Anyway, moving on.
0: (laughs) So yeah, I mean, this was a pretty good place to end and we didn't want we didn't want to compromise the quality of the production, so we had a a, a pretty good run. And you know these these episodes aren't going anywhere. They're gonna stay. They're gonna stay on all social media platforms and all streaming platforms. So they will be there forever. And you can always take a listen when you miss us and you want to hear our voices. <laughs> uh, I'd like to do a little recap. You know what what are some of the most important topics that have come up on the podcast? You know whether it's guest based or non guest based, you know, like, f- uh, for me, for example, uh, you know, I really resonated with Danielle Savage, when she she was talking at some point, she was talking about um, enjoying the creation process a little more than releasing the project, you know, falling in love with the creation process, you have to kind of let go of the creation process at some point to just release your work, because if it just you keep on working on it and working on it, it's never going to be heard by anybody else other than your ears. So when she said that, that really, that really stuck out to me, you know? Yeah. I I have heard that
2: um, people will say, uh, if you're, if you're enjoying the process, not just the, like the product, but the actual process of creating it, that will translate through to the actual music. And it's an infectious sort of uh, attitude that you're, that you're having mm. fun, like it, what I'm saying is, if you're having fun making yeah. it, people will probably have fun listening to it,
0: right? But I, I, think what she was saying at that point was obviously enjoy making it, have fun making it, but at a certain point, uh, it becomes too much. Like it's, it's kind of like the the parent that doesn't want to let their, their child go because to grow up, you know, like to to release the project. Basically. Oh, yeah. You don't, yeah, that's, uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, there's, what I mean? a,
2: there's a term for that, right? Like the uh, analysis paralysis, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, God, is it perfect? And you just have to let go in your brain of the idea of perfection because you you know it's yeah. just, it's never gonna be, it's never gonna exist in the state that it exists in your head where it's just flawless. So you just have to be,
0: you just let it go. Exactly. That's a good metaphor, like a child. Yeah, I guess. I mean, and, um, yeah, Jayan, what about you? What, what, what was one topic that, you know, came up on the podcast that really stuck with you?
1: There's so many to choose from. Yeah, I know. There's too many to choose from. Um, yeah, I,
0: I, I wrote down a whole list and I just, you know, I, I, I had to just choose one. Yeah,
1: other. out of all of those ones, they're, they're all great. They're all amazing. I think um, I think I just really enjoyed having Jacob on as a guest. I really want yeah. to highlight him as an individual. He,
2: uh, oh, tell me about Jacob because I was not uh, I was not present for this episode.
1: Yeah, he's like I, I like I want I want you to meet Jacob. I want everyone to meet Jacob. I want everyone to sit down and talk
0: to him. Um, yeah, Q, Jacob is the type of person where you really uh, you you can sit down and talk to for hours, and he, you'll you'll just learn you'll learn things, and uh, he's a funny guy, so you'll laugh. Oh, very nice. But what, what does he do?
1: Like, but what's his actual
0: a, profession? Uh, he's a mixing engineer. Mixing, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, so what I was going to say is his episode was one where you really got to understand what it takes and what it needs, what you need to put into this if you really want to do it. Um, I think he's one of the few that really, really resonates when I have those types of conversations with him. It's like I can talk like to someone who fully gets it, who fully understands it. And like I know it's kind of become a meme where I'm like, oh, you got to grind, you got to work hard. I know it's kind of a meme with like people in my friend circle. But it's it's beyond true when you speak with him and you realize the hard work he's put into this. And I, he's got all my respect, and I really wanted him. I really wanted Anthony to meet him to like to like get all of what needs to be done and everything. And I was like, you gotta you gotta apply to this place. You gotta work here. You gotta do that. And I think that you know he he's a he's self made and he's very successful and he's I, I he just has all of my respect and I. To this day, I haven't worked with him as an engineer in over three years, but I'm still calling him every other month, being like, "Hey, bro, like, I need advice about this, da da da." And that entire episode we did with him, which I believe is episode three, yeah, is just two hours of that, two hours of pure amazing audio advice. Mm-hmm. Go watch that episode. If there's any to highlight, I mean, they're all amazing, but that one, like. Really stuck out for me, so that that's my answer.
2: Has he been working in the this field for a while? Like he's pretty experienced. He did MIA the year before me. Oh, so he's not—he's not like uh, much older than us.
1: No, no, no. I'm older than him. Uh, and he got to Montreal, and he got into Planet, and he. He stuck it out for a really long time and he worked on amazing projects and he was like the head engineer for a long time. Yeah. Five years, I think. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I came around in 2020 and I was there for like about about a year and like, I really got to see the man work. Like I remember like, the, the, I'll, I'll give this story. Um, I was probably my second week at Planet and Anthony, you know, studio Two. Yeah. I saw him run a full orchestra session by himself, patch bay. Um, mics, everything stand like he just ran the whole thing. I just kind of sat there, and he's like, "Okay, uh, uh, knob this preamp for me. Do this preamp for me. All right, lift this fader for me. All right." Like I was just like a body, just being told what to do, and I just I was like, "You can do that? How can you do that? That's insane!" And it's like a big, like, like hundreds of thousands of dollar project. I feel like it was like it was no joke. It was multiple days, and he ran it flawlessly and i was like this man's on another level and he like he, he, <laughs> all the pressure was on him and he performed amazingly and uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's um she, an orchestra okay <laughs> one of a kind to,
2: to any aspiring engineers in our audience uh don't do that have, have an assistant engineer at your orchestra session that's uh that is inadvisable but uh because hey who, who out here is a, a jacob you know no nobody but uh not everyone. That, that's he's one of a kind. Though. He
1: makes it look super easy. He makes it look so easy. You go there, you walk into that place, you see him do what he does, and it's like, oh, I can do that. And then he leaves for a week and you're like, calling yeah. him every other hour. But like, how do you plug this in? What's this? What's that? He's like, he's that guy. He's that guy. And and I, uh, he inspires me, but I also want to be as good as me. So he like, uh, as good as him, sorry. Like he motivates me to work hard and that's what I love about him. He's a uh, uh, one of a kind, a fantastic human being. So w-
2: would I. Would I know any uh, projects that he's mixed for in Montreal? Because I know like a decent amount of uh, Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth.
1: Yeah, he uh, he um, engineered the, a, rec- a vocal recording for Charlie Puth. Like he set up the mic and stuff like that. Oh
2: wow! And that um, was that planet.
1: He, yeah, that was a planet. He he worked on Half Moon Run. He's worked on Carnet. Oh yeah, uh, he won a
0: Juno for Half Moon Run. I like-
1: he. Um, He's got a whole website. Like, if you just go to the episode that we did with him, all of his links are there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like, uh, so, I like
2: yeah. Half Moon Run a lot. They've got a couple of cool songs. I should I should sit down for a full album. I think I've only heard, like, the hits. But wow, Charlie Puth, that's that's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. What about you, Q? Like, I know that you were only on one guest episode, but, like, we did have conversational episodes. Was there anything that stuck out?
2: Um. Honestly, like, just that entire experience of, like, just sitting down and... uh having a conversation with, not not with, uh, not with nothing, you know, I was writing bullet points, but, uh, I was, I was basically going off the cuff. I was nervous to do it, but having experienced it, I'm like, you know what? It's not so scary. And it really upped, it upped my confidence in that, uh, in that skill set quite a lot. And for that reason, it has inspired, uh, this probably won't happen for, uh, for quite a while, like probably until next year, but like, I do, I do kind of want to pursue that direction more because what what I've what I've decided to do kind of with my career. Um, since uh, Jeanne and I were discussing this a, a while ago about like you know AI and and uh, like a lot of processes are being automated and is that going to affect the job market in the audio world? And uh, what, I don't think it's the end of the world. I I, feel, I have a slightly more optimistic view than uh, Jeanne on this, but.
1: It's over. Uh, it's over, think, bro. It's <laughs> he's over. He's the doomsayer today. But uh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm literally re- rethinking like my career path based off of like what I'm saying. Me seeing. too.
2: Yeah. And me too. Exactly. So I'm I'm just thinking like I want to throw every possible every possible like thing that I can do out there. Just put it out and see what sticks. And because I, I could be comfortable, I could be really uh, fulfilled by a career that is music adjacent. If I'm in music journalism, that's cool with me. If I'm like, if I'm like a, a critic or whatever, that's fine. If I'm like editing dialogue for a film, if I'm doing whatever mixing, I, I'm cool with all of it because it, it's just music is a thing that I enjoy. I don't have to be in this specific. Like, a, I'm a producer. I make the beats and then people come in. Like, I don't have, like, the, like a narrow, specific just dream. I'm kind of just walking in this general direction of music. So that's that's kind of what I got out of, it, of the uh, conversations with you is that I was like, oh, shit, this is, this is something I can do. And this is something that, like, I kind of enjoy. So, you know, it, it opened my mind a little
0: bit. Yeah, I agree. I, I kind of wanted to uh, shift the conversation slightly. Um, talk about your favorite advice from any of our guests that stood out to you uh what 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 was one of i you know i know there were so many they were all they were all original they were all amazing they were all just interesting to hear somebody's perspective and somebody's advice for example one that really stuck out for me was juan's juan gomez he said and i'm paraphrasing just learn just learn you're never done learning and don't act like you know everything that was one of my favorite. What were yours? Me? Any of you? I feel like they
1: all. I'll, I'll say this: They all all guests that we had on are all so different, <laughs> and we, they're all in the field of audio. And all of them will give them will give you particular. That was a thing for like if you're only listening to this episode and you don't have the context. Like at the end of every guest episode, we would ask, "What is your advice for someone who wants to enter the space of sound?" Something like that, basically. And every guest gave their own um point of view and their own advice i can only remember mine i can only remember the one i gave on the first episode because anthony and i answered that question ourselves on the very first episode and i'll because it's the only one i can remember i'll just i'm not saying my own is my favorite but i'll I'll just repeat that one just to at least answer something yeah um mine was just (laughs) and, and classic me Outwork everyone else just if you work harder than everyone else around you, I know it sounds like what it's that simple, but it's if you really apply yourself and outwork outwork people around you, you it will take you to places you can even imagine it's it's like I said like in in the music industry arts in electroacoustic studies at Concordia or at my film music uh, graduate diploma in all of those programs, I can guarantee you two things I never had any of the best marks, and I never had the most talent out of any of those people. They, everyone had slightly better sounding mixes, slightly sounding better um, compositions. I, I was not there and when I compared myself to the, to the others and when I listened like critically. And I was like, okay, th- my mix could have been better here. Oh, it's too mid-rangey here, whatever. But the thing I had above anyone else is I worked harder than any of them. I told myself that if I put in six more hours than them every single day, they might be more talented. But at the end of it, I'll be... Way ahead in my career, and I'll be, you know, I'll have pushed myself to a level where I'm proud of myself, and, and that's, that's coming to fruition every month of my life. Something cool is happening, something great is happening, and it's because I put in all that work back then and continue to put in that work now. So yeah, there you go. Yeah,
0: that's good, man. That's true. You know, you if you work harder than everybody else, you know, you'll you'll be on top of everybody else. You'll 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 be ahead of your career. Now that you know, SoundSpace um, is is done. What do you have to come like? What's what projects are you working on these days? You know, what's, so, uh
1: I there's still the anime music covers that are going to come out. There's the game music covers that are going to come out. Like for example, in February, I posted one every single day. Like I said, I I took all of my old covers and I made them all into reels. Like I literally spent like four days rendering clip after clip after clip in DaVinci, like timeline after timeline. It took forever. Um, I redesigned all the thumbnails for my covers i'm working on a full-length chip machine record a single and an ep possibly full length just this year i'm gonna go on other people's podcasts and guests on them i'm gonna be a guest i want to spread that out i have anime podcasters and uh i'm i'm working on a like soundspace gave me a lot of ideas and i want to integrate some of that workflow into other projects so i'm definitely working on other like interviewees type stuff. Like I have ideas. There's, it's very, very, very just idea right on a piece of paper right now. But like over time, and and then you know career stuff. I'm gonna keep doing uh, working in location audio. I'm still gonna work in studios. I'm still gonna do um, film music composition for the companies I freelance for, and I'm still gonna freelance for customers. Like I'm, like I said to Q and and you when we like we met up and we sat down at a restaurant. Like the time that SoundSpace took, you know. The second it stopped, it just got filled up by Yo, everything I'm, I'm else.
2: with I'm with Jan on this one in terms of like being a guest. Hell yeah, dude. Imagine just walking into a podcast, talking for a bit and then being like, see ya and no editing, no no RX like no no work that it's needs awesome. to be done awesome. awesome. That sounds yeah, amazing. To, Sign me yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah.
0: sure. You know, there's a there's a lot of process, but there's a lot of work and you know, we all knew that. Going into this, yeah, we all, we all knew that there's a lot of work going into it. There's a lot of editing. There's a lot of uh, preparation. There's a lot of research. We knew that. Um, so I think that's a wrap, guys. Oh yeah, man. Much love to you both.
1: Yeah, it was a all pleasure, the
0: listeners. You know, obviously, I we appreciate we appreciate the listeners, but you know, I'm I'm glad to have done this with you guys. You too, man. Yeah, and let me let me say this.
1: I know we said final episode, but you know, lot, nothing. And life is final until until you're not here anymore. That's exactly, all we're,
2: we're all three of us are going to be working nonstop
0: on other stuff. You know,
2: our, our names are going to be popping up all over the place.
0: Goodbye, goodbye for now. Yeah, is what I would say. No, I mean goodbye from SoundSpace. But you know, you we're all like we said, we're all working on on amazing projects right now. And you can always follow us there and and see what we're up to. And you can message us and you can talk to us. We'd be glad to to answer. Exactly. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out for some spicy Q mixes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nice. Yeah, exactly. So for myself, for Jayan, and for Q, this was the last episode of Soundspace. Cheers. Peace. Bye, guys.